Hi there, it's Megan Mitchell from Agents of Change. Thanks for checking out my podcast. If you enjoy the content, please check out my ASWB test prep courses for the bachelor's, master's, and clinical exams. Each Agents of Change course includes more than 30 key topics that closely match the ASWB KSA content areas. Our content is great for both auditory and visual learners and includes video walkthroughs, supplemental materials, hundreds of practice questions, and twice monthly live study groups with me. You can learn more and get 10 free practice questions at agentsofchangeprep.com. Hi, this is Megan Mitchell with Agents of Change Social Work Test Prep. And today I'm here to bring you a social work shorts on something that's very, very, very common, especially for those of you that might be a little bit pressed on time. Creating time to study for the ASWB exam. So today I'm just going to give you some quick tips to be able to prioritize your studying for this exam as you also continue to prioritize all those other important aspects of your life. If you're interested in learning more about what we offer, check us out at agentsofchangeprep.com. So if you are a human being in this world, we all know that life can get busy especially if you are working full-time, if you have children to take care of, if you have a partner, if you have yourself to take care of, we are all balancing a lot. So it can be really challenging to find the time to, as you can see here, juggle all of those different commitments that we have. So how do you find the time? You need to carve out time and you need to find an approach and strategies that are gonna work for you. So you wanna make sure that you're being effective, you're putting the time that's needed aside, and that you're able to prioritize your commitments so that you are able to fully give your mental attention that you need to studying for the exam. So first, before, if you're thinking there's no way I can fit this in, it's just too busy, my life's too crazy right now, I suggest you start with a time audit. What does this mean? Go through your week and just determine where you spend your time, right? How often are you commuting? How often are you at work? How often are you sleeping, right? Do you have to pick up your kids from school? But also think of the other little things that might actually add up to time you could put aside for studying. If you're like me, you might be spending some time on social media, and this could be mindless time, right? That you're like, wow, I could really dedicate 30 minutes a day to studying if I went off social media. Um, are you in unproductive meetings? Are you wasting time at work that could be spent on squeezing in some study time? Do you commute? Commuting can actually be used for listening to podcasts or um, digesting some material that way. So determine where is my time going? Um, do you also just maybe sit around and mindlessly binge watch Netflix? That's great, 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 great self-care. But could you maybe spend, you know, an hour on the weekend where you might have been, like me, binge watching a show and you just really, really, really have to finish it, but maybe that time could be spent somewhere else. So once you know where your time is going, you're going to be able to identify where the gaps are you know, where do you have time to do this? And where do you have opportunities to fit in some study time? And I definitely encourage you to find this time and find what works for you. 
it might seem like you're even too busy to breathe. We definitely get that. But you might be surprised where you find even just a few hidden minutes here and there. And those few minutes can add up to more and more time as you are sitting. Okay, you need to prioritize and you need to organize. So not everything that screams for your attention deserves your attention. And I often say this because I often find myself finding areas that I feel like, oh my gosh, this is so urgent and I need to take a step back and kind of sit with things and determine, is this really urgent right now? Prioritize your tasks and focus on what's important. And that might be even making a list. Like right now, this is most important to me. Um, and then determine what's high on the list and what's determine what's low on the list. Your self-care is definitely high. You need to sleep. You need to eat. You need to take care of yourself. Remember, the loudest issues often get attention, but that can get noisy. So don't let the noise keep you from the finish line. And sometimes you got to tune out the noise, which can be really hard. So that might be doing a social media detox. That might be... Um, going to the library so you have a space or going to a coffee shop where you know you're going to be able to get your work done. And utilize whatever organizational tools work for you. So for me, I'm a, like I've said, I'm a very physical person. I have to have a to-do list. I have to have um, my appointments written out on calendars. There's tons of digital apps out there. You might be someone that is very tech savvy, but use what works for you right? Learn more about how you can stay organized and are the do's and don'ts of ASWB exam prep. And I will say buying materials and buying organizational tools does not go far enough. You have to actually utilize it. So do what's going to work for you. And remember, this is personalized to you. What works for me is not going to work for the next person. So this is going to be completely tailored to your own needs and your own schedule. Okay, you're going to want to implement time blocking. And what is time blocking? Time blocking is when you are setting aside specific blocks of time to dedicate to a certain task. So by doing this, you're less likely to be jumping from task to task. You're able to give your attention to where it needs to be. And you're going to have a predictable schedule that is going to be set aside for studying. And this might be done on a physical calendar. I am definitely someone that needs, I have a very, very large um, physical calendar that I write everything on. It's almost like I brain dump everything on there and it just really helps me to write it down, to physically touch it. Um, but other people like my husband, he lives by Google Calendar. It doesn't matter as long as you're blocking off the time. So maybe studying is gonna be from six to seven on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's two hours there that you just carved out to be able to dedicate to studying. So make sure you're setting aside the time and make sure you're putting it on the calendar. Otherwise, what happens? We overschedule, we put it to the, the side and we don't give it the proper attention that it needs. We all have downtime. It might not feel like it, but we do have downtime. So maximize that downtime, but do not overtake your downtime and forget about self-care by only focusing on studying. Do not cram, do not let this take over your life because you need balance. We are a human being that has different needs. We have different people that are important to us. We have different values that are important to us. So do not make this your entire life. Uh, people that have done that, that they're just like, 
this is my life for the next, you know, three months, they often get burnt out. So we don't want to do that. But when you're waiting in line, when you're driving in the car, or maybe you're going for a walk, maybe during your lunch break, you're, you can find some time to fit in some of your studying. So maybe you're going to have like some flashcards handy, or maybe you're at the dinner table and your kids are asking you some questions on your flashcards. Maybe you're using an app to review, or maybe you're just popping in your headphones and listening to a quick podcast. I love, I'm an audio and visual learner. So when I'm on a walk, I'm listening and learning new content. Every minute counts. And I know that sounds silly and it sounds extreme, but you really can find the time and it doesn't have to be a lot, right? That's why Agents of Change always breaks everything into bite-sized pieces so that you can fit this into your schedule. I don't want you to have to sit down for five hours at a time because for a lot of people, that's unreasonable. If you have not yet, make sure you check out our posts on how to use habit stacking and mindfulness to support your studying. Habit stacking is a great thing. It's maybe I will make my morning coffee and practice 10 questions, right? When you stack two habits together, you're more likely to follow through with it. So habit stacking is a great way to change your behavior and make something part of your everyday routine. So studying is definitely a give and a take. How I said, do not make it your full-time life goal for three months. You have to have balance. You also might have to give up some things. So it's, are you willing to put in the short-term sacrifice? Are you willing to maybe say no to some things? Are you maybe um, willing to, you know, prioritize studying for the long-term gain? And I ask some people, like, are you really able to commit right now? And they're not. And that's okay. It's better to be honest with yourself. And for some people, this might mean missing out on some immediate pleasures. So maybe you have to turn down a trip you wanted to take. Um, or maybe you cannot go out with friends one night because you that's a study day. You definitely don't want to completely <laughs> shut out um, these these fun sociable events, but you might have to at some point cut some things out because you need to remember your study journey is not forever, right? You are going to be studying for a short time. Think of this as a short time in your life. It is one point in your timeline. And the goal is that you're going to have a greater future benefit, right? You need to put some work in to have that long-term benefit. Remember, this is a season, not a lifetime. So study mode is just a phase in your journey. Think of when you were in undergrad and when you were in master's, you know, and you had to study for a test or you had a big project coming up. It comes and it passes. So once you've achieved your goal and taken your test, you're going to have the opportunity to reward yourself, to reintroduce those things that you might have had to temporarily set it aside. But once again, it's all about balance, 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 balance. There's a give and there's a take. Seek support. So this is something that I often see from people. We don't often like to ask for help, but don't be a lone ranger. There's so many people out there to support you. And we're social workers. So most of us love social connections. Let your family, friends, colleagues know about your exam in a way that you feel comfortable. Some people don't like the pressure of it. This is up to you, but it's important that people know what you're going through. So you don't just you know, they're like, why is that? Why are, is this person staying inside? Why, you know, why do they keep blowing me off? Allowing them to understand and support you during the study 
time can actually help you create more time because they might be able to, maybe you need a babysitter and they're, they're going to help you with that. Or maybe your partner is able to watch the kiddos for 30 minutes. Also join our study groups. If you are an agents of change customer, we have two live study groups per month. These are just a great way to connect in real time with other people. And if you're not able to make them, some people come to all of them if possible other people are not able they're recorded so you can watch them as well but even just setting aside time twice per month to attend these study groups that is putting forth some time and making the studying your priority so don't be a lone ranger there's people out there that want to support you and will really help you along the way in your journey so where do we find the time? It's not about trying to, if you ever feel like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day. We're not asking you to add more hours to your day. It's about optimizing the hours that you have. There's always, always, always going to be 24 hours in a day. We're not magically able to add, which I know we would love to do, but it's not possible. So you want to do your time audit. Where are you spending your time? Where do you have time? You want to prioritize what is needed, what is most important, and remember to kind of block out that noise, right? Not everything that you think is urgent is urgent. You want to put time on the schedule by using time blocking, maximize your downtime, and of course, seek support. You're not in this alone. So if you are able to utilize all of these, these different aspects of your study schedule, you're going to be able to effectively find the time you need to prepare. And I do want to also conclude with, if you can't find the time, that's okay. We all go through different points in our life where we just don't have the time to effectively dedicate. So just be honest with yourself. There's no shame in saying I'm not able to put the time aside now that I need to. So um, like I said, you're going to magically find these extra time in the day because you're going to be more mindful of where you're spending your time and you're going to be able to put the mental energy aside to help you prep for your ASWB exam. If you are looking for content, we have something for everyone. So we definitely encourage you to check us out. If you have any questions, we are here to help or here to support. Feel free to reach out at agentsofchangeprep at gmail.com. And of course, thank you for tuning in. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. And make sure you follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening so you will always know when we drop new content. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, you got this.